Happy, happy new year, an epic and fresh new year. What it is, what it is, and what it is, everybody. It is me, it is me, BDB. We made it, we made it, and we made it to the brand new year of 2021. Let's just stop and have a Selah moment and be thankful that we made it to another fresh year. Welcome to the 23rd episode of the Ultimate You podcast, but also welcome to the very first, the very first episode of the Ultimate You podcast in the year of 2021. As I mentioned, my name is BDB and it is an honor and a pleasure to still be doing this podcast for you, for myself and every other person out there in the world. Just to be able to be alive and to be able to sleep, to eat and breathe and walk and talk and run and everything in between. Definitely grateful to be doing those things that I just mentioned. So don't forget to stop and smell the roses. Well, I hope you had some happy, happy holidays, Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate. I hope that your holidays were great and bright and epic and fresh and everything in between. I hope that you are sober. I know some of you may have gone a little bit extra, extra on the adult juice over the holidays. So I hope that you are in your right mind when you are jamming this episode. And you'll see why I say that here in a second. I hope that uh, the New Year and I also hope the New Year's Eve. I hope both of those special days were very special for you. Whether if you spent them alone or with friends or with the family members or or just whatever have you, whatever category you fit in. I hope that it went great and well. I just stayed at the house on Christmas and New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. I think I just stayed at the house on all three of those days. Just honestly, to be real with y'all, just binge watch some movies right? for the for the most part. You know, got up and did a couple other things, but for the most part, I discipline myself to just stay at home and just literally just do nothing do nothing and sometimes I truly believe it is healthy to do nothing but I can I can also testify that doing too much of nothing is no good so but I felt that it was a I felt it was apropos for me to just do nothing and to unclutter and to just unwind so that way I could be more refined So on this very first episode of the Ultimate You Podcast, the 23rd episode of the Ultimate You Podcast, we're going to talk about, oh, we're going to talk about that, that, hmm, what do I want to say? The, the aura of the new year, the aura of what happens when a new year arises, how we feel, our emotions, and just kind of our mindset towards it, our perspective, We're going to open up on a few things. So this 23rd episode is entitled Fit Your Mind Right. That's right. You you, you didn't hear me stutter. I didn't say get your mind right. I said fit your mind right. That's what we're going to talk about. So without further ado, let's go and catch that green light. Let's G-O.
All right. So as I mentioned, this episode is entitled Fit Your Mind Right. And like I said, we're going to talk about uh, our emotions coming into not just 2021, but our emotions coming into any new year. We know that for the most part, most of us, our emotions are on high. Our emotions are on high when it's December 31st and coming into the new year, or maybe our emotions are on high a few days before December 31st. And and I get it. I get it. There's that excitement. It's almost like a kid in a candy store or a kid on Christmas morning ready to open up their gifts or maybe a kid on their birthday morning ready to open up their gifts because both days represent, well, I won't say represent, but both both of those days can include gifts. So, you know, there's that little, there's that, there's that excitement that's there. I do understand that. But what I want to talk about is what happens after the high is gone? What happens after the emotions have settled down? What happens when you ride all the way to the tippy top of that roller coaster and then only to go straight down and then not just down but you go down and out and and you complete the rest of the roller coaster you all know what i'm talking about for those of you that have ridden roller coasters you go all the way up to the tippy top and then you there's that anticipation it builds it builds and it builds and i don't know about you but i can remember times that i've ridden roller coasters in the past uh I, i i'm just sitting here just thinking like i'm just anticipating the drop You know, I'm just anticipating the drop. I'm thinking to myself, I'll be honest, the times I've been on roller coasters, I'm thinking to myself, B, what was you thinking getting into this? Like, what was you thinking? What was you thinking? Because right before I would get on a roller coaster, I'm sitting and thinking to myself like, man, this is going to be exciting. This is going to be great. This is going to be fun. It's going to be a great old time. But you don't really realize until you're actually strapped in your seat with your friend or with whomever you're going with and you got other people sitting in your front. You got other people sitting behind you, or you may be the leader of the pack. You may be sitting in the very, very front, or you may be in the back back. You sitting way in the back or somewhere in the middle or somewhere in between. And you're, you're strapped up and you're sitting in your seat and you're excited. And you're like, oh, shoot, what was I thinking? As you're ascending to the top of that roller coaster. Oh, but when you get to that top, y'all know what I'm talking about. When you get to the top, there's that maybe two or three second pause where it just kind of just sits there and you're like, "Um, come on, let's come on. Let's keep this thing going. I don't want to sit here all day. Not that it sits there, but it just kind of just kind of it's, it's transitioning from the completion of the ascension to the beginning of the descension. And right when it gets to that descension part, woo, stomach drops. I know some people, they, they, they put their hands out wide. They're embracing it. Me, I'm the type, I'm closing my eyes. I'm like, ah! Uh, for the most part, I know I'm screaming. Maybe not not so much in fear, maybe just in excitement, but maybe a little bit of, I'm, a, I'm screaming because my stomach is being relieved, if that makes sense, I guess. You know, I'm just like, ah! You know, it's, 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 it's one of those things you have to experience in the moment. You can talk about it before, you can talk about it after, but ain't nothing like going through the moment itself when you are in the moment. And that's what I'm talking about when it comes from or when it comes to 
transition transitioning from the last day of the year into the first day of the year and and maybe even rightfully so the 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 first few days of the year you know because what happens around this time what does everybody try to do or maybe not everybody but what do most people try to do or what do a lot of people try to do they try to make new year's resolutions all right i'm finally going to hit the gym Okay, I'm going to quit smoking or I'm going to quit drinking or I'm going to pick up this new hobby. I'm going to pick up that new hobby. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And of course, there's nothing wrong with having the ambition and the desire to do something new or to get rid of something of old or, or, or trying to change something about yourself. Nothing wrong with that. But the emotion behind it like, is, 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 the, is the commitment. Is there emotional commitment to what you are trying to do. Uh, those are probably the two game-changing words that I want to ask you. Is there emotional commitment into what you are wanting to achieve? Because everybody talks about commitment. I mean, that's that's a 10-lettered word, but it's, it's a pretty big word. But you know me, I, I'm like the amplified style of the Bible. Like I like I I have come to find out that I enjoy amplifying things so that way what I'm trying to say can be conveyed that much more accurately. Is there emotional commitment towards what you are wanting to achieve? Because think about it. Whenever you are buying a new house or buying a new condo or even an apartment, it, it doesn't matter. I mean, but I use the word home because it is such a, I, I mean, to say it's a huge purchase. I mean, that's a, that's an understatement. Or even a vehicle, not as big as a home, unless if you're trying to buy some uh, some Maseratis and trying to wake up in a Bugatti. I'm pretty sure those cars can be house payments. But I'm just talking about regular, average, everyday cars or luxury cars as well. Those are those those require emotional commitment. We're not even talking about finances and the plans and APR. We're not talking about none of that. We're just talking about the emotional commitment behind what we set out to do. And once for me, years ago, or at some point, I had to realize that. You, know, you have to have emotional commitment to what you're doing. You have to be excited about it. But I want to also touch on... A few other things I want to touch on. One thing I want to touch on is perspective. If 2020 has not taught you anything, or I should say, if you have not learned anything from 2020, and by that I mean you learned something new and unbiased and you have applied it. Great. Excellent. My applause goes out to you. But if we have lived through 2020 and really not learned anything or really haven't changed much, we need to go back to the drawing board <laughs> because 2020 was proof that as Mike Tyson said years ago, everybody's got a plan. Everybody's got a plan. Like everybody in their mama, everybody in their aunties, everybody in their nieces and their nephews got a plan till you get punched in the mouth. I, I truly believe all of us, a lot of us had some type of plan coming into 2020 or maybe the first quarter of 2020, first half of 2020. 
And then in about mid-March, mid-March, getting closer to the, the latter part of March, that's when the bookie do hit the fan. And, and that's where lives were changed and everything changed. And that, I know it was when those first, those first couple of months, those first couple of months is when things were really desolate. Things were really uh, somewhat scarce, if you will, as far as things being shut down. And I mean, literally, I, I can literally remember it like it was yesterday. It's crazy, y'all. Like, I can't believe that was back in March. And it, for me, I don't know about y'all, it seemed like it was just two months ago, just three months ago. It's just crazy. It's just like it was March, April, May, and December just hit. Just, I don't know about y'all. I feel like it went that way. I know for some, they you may have felt that the year went by slow. For you, for those of y'all, you work from home. Perhaps you may have felt that the year went by just a little bit slower because you thought that time stood still because you work from home. And sure, you can get up and move around and do your thing, but you think that the earth has stopped. You thought that time stood still. <laughs> you you thought that the days were longer because you got to work from home. And I'm not saying it as a knock. I'm saying it as because I, I, I talk to a lot of people that to still to this day work from home, whether whether if they choose to or they were forced to. Right. So I, I don't have that luxury, so to speak, of working from home. I'm still getting up and going out to, to work, which honestly, to this day, I'm grateful for. But. Like I say, Mike Tyson said years ago, everybody's got a plan until you get punched in the mouth. So I truly believe that 2020 should have, if you looked at it in the right way, with the right lens, 2020 should have been a great contributor in injecting some humility into you and your plans. You might have had some form of a plan that you thought was going to pan out. And when I say plan, I mean any area of life. It doesn't matter what it is. N name it. Name that aspect. Name that genre of your life. Some part of it was remixed. Maybe the plan was scrapped altogether. I don't know. Or maybe the plan was just not right now. Maybe it has to be delayed. I don't know. But in some type of way, I truly believe that 2020 was a great contributor. And yes, I, I mean, I mean that word great. It was a great contributor in injecting some humility into all of us. Now, when I say great contributor, I mean, I'm talking about aside from the deaths and things like that. Of course, that's 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 uh, definitely not a good look, whether if it was virus related or not. But I'm saying in terms of the process overall, even even with that, even with that included in the process, I'm saying the process overall was a great contributor in injecting humility into us. Because yes, you and me, we can be people that plan. There's nothing wrong with planning, but I truly believe there's a lot of us that we hold on to our plans a little bit too tight. We think that we are the end all be all of our plans. We think that we are the ultimate CEOs of our plans. But God said, I'm not saying that God brought on this virus. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying that God is in control and obviously he knew this was going to happen. He always knows what's going to happen before it happens. You know, and, and of course, God is like, hmm, you thought you had your plans uh, uh, figured out and everything. Right. But that, that's the thing. So when we take a step back, we say, OK, this didn't happen the way I wanted it to. Or this plan had to be scrapped. 
So sometimes you may have to go to the drawing board. Maybe some of you went back to the drawing board when the when the bookie do hit the fan last year. Or perhaps your plan was still in motion, but it needed to be delayed or it, uh, it, it, it had to be remixed. It had to be done a different way. I don't know. But my thing is, if you did not learn anything and take something with you into 2021 and beyond, we really need to check ourselves. So, like I say, I talked about perspective. One other aspect of perspective is I understand that, like I said, many of us have approached this whole virus thing different in terms of everything going on. But I still believe that we need to be people that 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 we are others centered. And I'm saying this from from me. I felt at some point, I would say. Not too long before 2020 was over, I felt this compelling to just, you know, think about other people to be or to be mindful of still being others centered. And, And why am I saying this? Again, I know that certain people either have limitations or other people have different circumstances going on. But at the end of the day, don't allow these quote unquote mandates or rules or whatever you want to call them. Don't allow that to box you in. Come on, let's be real. Don't allow these mandates and these rules and the masks and all that stuff. Don't allow that to box you in and to to keep to allow that to keep you in a box in terms of you not being willing to step out and think about other people. You know what I'm saying? Because let's be real. Every one of us as human beings, we're selfish by nature. Let's be real about that. We are selfish by nature. We have selfish moments. Okay. Some of us more selfish than others. Some of us less selfish than others. But what I'm saying is, let us not be caught up in me and my four and no more. Me and my five, because this is my tribe. Me and my me and my six, and you gonna hit the bricks. You know what I'm saying? Like like it's one thing to. Look after yourself in terms of your own personal success and your own personal plate and all of that. But in some type of way, don't forget about how can you, whether it be how you, how can you serve your community or how can you help other people? And it doesn't have to be like quote unquote community related. It could be, it could be somebody unfortunately now has the virus and maybe you're called to care for them in a certain type of way. Maybe you're called to help them out. Yeah, you know, I and I'm saying all this because this is definitely a time where we need to reach back. We need to reach back in some type of way, in some type of capacity, and help others. I mean, there are still people to this day that have been hit hard by this stuff. Uh, hit hard as in uh economically speaking, as far as occupationally speaking. Well, maybe they're still working, but maybe it's a lot less hours. Or maybe some folks are still not working to this day. You know, you got you got folks in different categories representing that uh, and everything in between. You got folks that that are still trying to heal from this. I mean, physically speaking or spiritually speaking or emotionally speaking. Right. So you you just don't know. That's why we got to be people that we got to keep our ears to the streets. And by, by, by that, I mean, keeping our ears to the streets is just. You know, do, doing your best, doing your part to keep an ear on 
What's going on in your world? How can you be a blessing to somebody else? How can you help somebody else? You know, like I said, there's different ways. There's different ways you can do that. Okay, that's why I'm saying don't allow these rules and these mandates to just say, oh, well, I'm just going to stay at home all day and and just, you know what I mean? You just and just live life that way. Now, again, I mean, if you work from home, I totally get that. But I'm, I'm saying outside of your occupation, don't just. Just be boxed in you and your four no more, you and your five, because that's your tribe, you and your six, everybody else hit the bricks, me and my seven. We try and get the stairway to heaven. You know what I'm saying? So just we, we got to have that. We got to wear our headbands. You know, that's a recurring theme of this podcast. I mentioned that. Got to wear the headbands and being others centered. So if you want to put the letters OC in the front of that headband, OC in the front, that means at times being others centered and not saying be others centered just for the sake of being others centered uh, centered. I'm saying being others centered with a true and genuine heart behind doing that. Not not saying this just to say that you did your service and you did your deed for the day and you know you called the day and you good and you go on about your business. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying getting to that point in your mind, getting to that point in your heart where you truly have a heart for other people. Again, yes, I know certain cities and certain counties, there may be limitations or whatnot, but but just just be mindful of that. And I challenge you. I challenge you to find ways that you can help in whatever community that you uh, that you uh, that you reside in. You know, what what, is, what does that look like to you? What does that look like to you? All right. So I talked about perspective and and I'm going to get back to the emotional. I didn't forget about that. I'm going to come back to that. I talked about emotional commitment briefly. But next, I want to talk about slowing down. Think about the first couple of months. And you want to talk about slowing, slowing down. That was a prime time opportunity for some downtime. We live in such we live in such an an action oriented world is so it can be jam packed at times. It's like we live in a in a concert, so to speak. We live on stage and it's just. There's so many moving parts. There's so many variables. There, there's so many variables to control in life. Some have more variables than others. Some have less variables than others. A prime example is just think of either a single parent or married parents that have multiple children. You know, when maybe you might have three kids. You might have four kids. That's a lot of moving parts within itself, especially if they're young kids. And when I say, well, I should say young kids. What, young kids, but also babies. I mean, what if they're still in that diaper phase? You know, that's that's an occupation in itself. Caring for a young child, caring for an infant or a toddler. Yeah, that's an occupation in itself. It takes time, focus, love, a lot of love and dedication and energy to be a successful parent. Right. And you think about whatever your day to day routine is, your day to day schedule. What what variables do you have to to manage? What variables do you have to steward each and every day? So. I say that because many of us, myself included at times, myself included, we, we're, we're still thinking to this day, 
oh man, I can't wait for this virus to be over. I can't wait for this virus to be done. Da 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 da. And hey, I'm right there with you. But however, I want to challenge those of you who have thought and or have spoken that. Why do you want the virus to be over so quickly? You like B, that's a weird question. Well, I want this virus to be over because, well, for one, so that way folks can quit dying from it, whether whether if it's virus related or not. So that way, you know, we ain't got to wear these masks and this, that, and the other. Well, I think I may have mentioned on the podcast before, but let me just put it this way. If there has been no end date to this virus, really hate to say it, but uh, I just have that feeling and I don't like, I'm very, very, very sensitive about putting certain words in the atmosphere but I, I just have this feeling that is we just getting started with this stuff. I, I hate to say that I really do. And I'm truly believing for change and difference with all of that. But as I have said before, we have to be people that make change in spite of y'all know the rest. We have to make change in spite of what's going on. We can't wait for the stuff to be over. We have we have to be people that spark change that inspire change that compel others to change like we got to do that right here right now when something provides a lot of resistance when there's a lot of adversity that is when the lights shine bright as far as opportunity to invoke change in your family change in your community change wherever you go so as i said We have to be people that, as I mentioned on last week's episode, we got to be like that painter. We have to be like that painter and live our live our lives in such an artistic way. And by artistic way, I'm saying that the the choices we make, like how we spend our time, where we're spending our time, effort and energy. We just ask you right now, are you involved in a lot of good things? Are there things that you're involved in? Maybe they're good, but what, what is your return on it? I'm going to sound like an investor here. What's your return on investment when you are investing into whatever it is you're investing in? And sometimes, hey, it may be good. It may make you feel a certain way. I don't know. But what is your return on investment on whatever that thing is? And it is, is is it giving you the dividends that you are seeking? Is it giving you the dividends that you desire? Because if it's not, then you really have to be objective. You got to be unbiased with yourself. And you got to say, okay, this right here, it doesn't serve me. So I got to put that to the side. And I'm saying all this to say, and I'm just putting numbers out there. You can have eight things. And let's say they could be all good things. But out of those eight things, which ones are truly important? Like what would you put those as immediate like vips with with all due respect which ones which one of those uh, eight things would you call vip that you would you would put that priority over all the other stuff and it doesn't have to be just one thing it could be two things or it could be three things so you could have eight good things but the three but the three of those eight you focus on those right here and right now and maybe the other five maybe you you come across them in another season I don't know, but, but do you get what I'm saying? Because we, we are people that some of us like to be busy. 
Some of us like to be busy. We like to be ripping and running around. We like to be, uh, I don't know if I say we like to be, but we end up being restless if we become people that are just so busy, doing too much, doing too much of this, doing too much of that, going here and there. And maybe you might be restless. Maybe you have trouble sleeping. Because I tell you, years ago, I was a person that I, I felt, I felt like I was too busy running around doing you know, good things, but just not really giving enough time and attention towards myself and my personal plate. Let me put it that way. Like, don't get me wrong. Like I was still working out. Like I was still working and I was working out. But again, I talk about the amplified version of the Bible. Like, I, like if I, if I had to go back, I would have amplified my efforts. See, when you amplify something, when you use that magnifying glass to zoom in, on whatever it is that you're doing, you're able to get results a lot quicker and a lot sooner. Like I said on last week's episode, like I, I amplified my efforts when I paid off my car about just over three months ago. If I would have just kept going the same regular pace, it would have taken a lot longer. But I doubled down, I tripled down, I quadrupled down. And I said, I want this sucker to be paid off as soon as possible. So that that's an example of what I'm talking about. Y'all might be doing the right things, but maybe if you put in double the effort, you put in triple the effort. You put yourself in a greater position to finish whatever it is that you're doing a lot sooner. And I'm not saying rush through what you're doing. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about being more effective, being more effective with three things versus eight things. OK, like I say, those other things. May not be the season for those right now, but if you focus on the three immediate things that you need to work on, you, 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 you'll have a lot of a better feeling on the inside. You will unclutter. You will unclutter a lot of things. All right. So you could you would call those short term goals. You may can call them short term goals and it may take you a year. To work on whatever it is you're working on. I mean, I know I say short term, uh, short term, but it may take a year. It may take six months. I don't know. It depends on what that thing is. And it depends on your level of emotional commitment towards that thing. All right. So real quick, I talked about emotional commitment. I, I, I say emotional commitment because we have to be people that stay excited. We got to stir that excitement within us because let's face it. We know what happens after that first week of January when we sign up to go to the gym and we actually for those of us that actually make it to the gym. All right. So something happens. Something happens with that emotional commitment. Something happens with that excitement. It's no longer there. So we have to stop and ask ourselves, OK, why did this emotional commitment? Why did that fire get get? Why did it get burnt out? Why did I allow that fire to burn out? Was my was my commitment temporal? Did I have enough meaning behind my emotional commitment? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. We got to slow down. That's why I'm trying to tie these two things together. Some of it may be some of us just. Some of us, we feel like we got to be a part of maybe not everything, but we got to feel like we got to be a part of most things. We got to be a part of this. We got to be a part of that. And we put too many things on our plate. And it's like it's the more that you put on your plate, you are 
renting space in your brain. You're renting space in your mind. So that's why I say one of the biggest things that we as people need to do, just one word, we just need to unclutter. If you just unclutter and, and, and sacrifice those other quote unquote good things, or maybe some of us are involved in stuff we shouldn't even be involved in at all. We may be hanging around people that we should not be hanging around. We are hanging around people we should not be hanging around. But because of what I mentioned earlier, but because we live in this fast paced, action oriented world, we don't take the time to really step back and evaluate the people around us. We don't take the time to evaluate just just like, like how the people are around us, how we are around them. What kind of words are they speaking? You know what I'm saying? Like, are they people that uplift you? Do they encourage you? Do they challenge you? And maybe not just that, but just are they people that like, are they good company? Are they good company? All right. So when you step back and objectively evaluate those things, you'll have the right answer. You'll have the right answer. And when we focus on just what we need, that's when we can. (sighs) We can breathe a little bit better. And we feel a little bit lighter and we're not carrying we're not carrying as much stress. Maybe some healthy stress is necessary, like, oh, you know, I got to what 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 food am I going to get at the grocery store to uh, cook for the family? You know, stuff like that, like to everyday necessity things. But when it comes to like I'm talking about that heavy, heavy stress, that's not what we're called to have. So, again, that's why I say we have got to slow down and unclutter. Just we need to have times where we just sit and be still, be in peace and be still. This is one of the ways that we need to continue to start off with the new year because it's still single digits. We're still in the single digits of 2021. And that's one thing I am doing with this first entire week. I mean, from trying to make time to just sit and be still. And I still want to do a lot more of that even before this week is over. Just trying to fit my mind right. Or as I say in this episode, fit your mind right. Not get your mind right, fit your mind right. So the reason I say fit your mind right is because, yes, one is unclutter. Two, like I say, once the emotional commitment has, or I should say, once the emotions, once the emotions have stopped, once they have ceased, it's back to reality. It's back to the everyday stuff going on. Still going to have to wear masks. Still going to have to wear face coverings everywhere you go. I know different places listening to this, you probably have different rules, different limitations, different mandates. But for the most part, it's just about the same everywhere you go. So we need to be people that just don't look at this like it's like it's magic. We need to come up off that cloud nine magic. Okay. We need to come up off that cloud nine magic and think just we, you know, that we don't get to the place to where we think just snap of a finger, poof, everything is just going to disappear. Oh, all of a sudden, no more masks. Hey, that would be great. That would be great. I would wish that would happen, but unfortunately it's not, it's not going to be just a quick snap of a finger. It's going to be a lot more complicated than that. So that's why I say we, you and me, we have to fit 
our mind right. We got to get our mind right. We got to keep it renewed. We got to get our minds renewed and keep it renewed. Romans 12, verse 2. Romans 12, verse 2. Do not conform to the ways of this world. So we, we have to renew our perspective on how we look at this entire world. We have to renew we have to renew our minds in how we look at everything going on around us. We can't just come into 2021 with the same mindset and thinking things are just going to just magically change. Oh, if it was that easy, oh, trust me. Everybody and their mama would do it. I'm talking about everybody and their mama would do it. But we can't. So we have to be in control of what we can control today. And that is our minds, our thoughts, our actions. Like I say, that's why we have to be people that change in spite of. Change in spite of. Yes. So, <clears throat> as I mentioned, we have to be people that, that we're people that we unclutter. We have to unclutter. Unclutter. Sometimes we need to fast from people. We need to fast from people. We need to fast from social media. Or we need to fast from this. We need to fast from that. We just need to take a break. Right now, I'm sort of on a semi-detox from social media. I've just kind of just been observing. I'm still getting on social media, but just more, mostly observing. I Realistically, I probably should still be on social media a lot less if I really want to play this thing out all the way right. But as far as like actively posting, I hadn't posted in like four months. Okay, see that this is this is an example of what I'm talking about, because just even in 2020 and 2019 and all that stuff, like I was posting, making my posts and I don't regret the post. But honestly, there are some other things that I needed to focus on. Okay, this is what what I'm talking about is an example of everything I've said up to this point. So listen closely. All the posts and things that I made across multiple platforms of social media, I don't regret it. However, there are other things that I should have focused on even more. Now, I was doing those things. I was doing the right things, but I was not amplifying my efforts. You see what I'm saying? So when you focus on when you focus on number four, but instead you should be focused on number one and two. You see what I'm saying? So I was I was out of order. I was focusing on things a little bit too much. I was focusing on numbers four and five a little bit more than I was focusing on numbers two and three. You got me? You feel what I'm saying? So that's what I'm saying. A lot of us are out of order. So you have to know what season you're in. You have to understand and recognize the need for your current season. Because if you don't, as I've said before on the podcast, if you don't, you're just going to wake up every single day doing the exact same thing. Never change routine. D waking up doing the same thing. And doing the exact same thing and never changing your routine. Waking up every single day doing the exact same thing and never changing your routine. Waking up every single day doing the exact same thing and never changing your routine. Waking up every single day doing the exact same thing and never changing your routine. Five years later, waking up doing the exact same thing, doing the exact same thing, never changing your routine. Ten years later, waking up every single day, doing the exact same thing, never changing your routine. Fifteen years later, twenty years later, waking up every single day, doing the exact same thing, never changing your routine. I know you're like, B, like, stop, you're repeating yourself, but I'm making a point. 
That is what I'm saying. That is why I have said multiple times on this podcast, we have to be able to step back multiple times, reflect accurately, reflect objectively. Okay, what what season am I in right now? What what season needs to happen right now? What what are my need my biggest needs for this particular season? And once you figure that out, sculpt and prioritize your life around those needs. That's it. It's that simple. Now, it may not be something overnight that you discover. It may take time. But once you figure that out, I promise you, your head will be filled with so much more clarity. Your your mind will be so much more clear. You'll be able to move with more confidence. You'll know exactly what you need to focus on each and every day. That is th- th- these are the things that I'm talking about coming into a new year. When we take that approach, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls all over the world, we can be people that are more sure of ourselves. With clarity comes confidence. With clarity comes confidence. Man, I had this quote that I customized. I should have wrote it down. My apologies, y'all. But if it comes to me, I'm going to make sure I put it on the podcast. But let's just roll with what I just said just now. With clarity comes confidence. When you are clear when you are clear on what exactly you need in this specific season of your life, whatever that is to you, prioritize your life around those needs. It might be two needs, three needs. I don't know the number. You got to figure that out. But once you figure that out, prioritize your life around those needs and you will be successful in that regard. All right, so the final thing I'm going to talk about is slowing down. I know I've mentioned that a couple of times here on this episode, but I was sitting here thinking, I I remember last week I was getting a haircut and it just hit me, boom, just out of nowhere. I'm like, man, I am thankful to be able to schedule haircuts via my phone. And it was crazy, y'all. I hadn't like really thought about, thought about it like that. And I had to stop and take a say la moment. I had to take a, a praise break, if you will. I had to think, man, thank you, God, that I'm able to schedule a, a haircut appointment through my cell phone. And I'm saying that because now some of y'all that are my skin tone, some of y'all that are Afro-American, or if you're not Afro-American, trust me, you, you'll know what I'm talking about. When you would go to the barbershop and you have to sit down and you have to wait in line, I remember back when I was younger, before I could even drive, I remember my dad taking me to the barbershop and I remember there were times we would have to wait. We'd have to wait before I could get my cut. And I I don't think that you could make an appointment back then unless if I could be wrong, but I just don't recall that happening. And then even as I was growing up into my adulthood, still the same thing at different barber places that I've been to in the past. I mean, I would have to just I would have to sit And I would have to wait, especially I remember times when I went to the mall, when I would go to the mall and go to different barbershop places, I would have to sit down and wait, uh, wait for my turn to get cut. You know, you you would see the barber, he'd he would point out to, you know, try to say, okay, who was next? Or he'd have to point to this person because that person was next. And then when that person's done, then he'll point to the next person who's next. And then 
and then someone after that person's next, and then finally they come to you. Yeah, I mean that. There, I remember those days. I mean, not that I would get aggravated or anything. It was just, it was just something that I thought about last week. I was like, wow, the, the at least at least the barbershop that I go to, I'm able to schedule it by appointment, and you know, just the luxury, the luxury, y'all, of going onto a website and being able to schedule your appointment. Now, I don't know if salons work that way. Work that way as far as how barbershops would uh, would would work as far as people would have to sit down. And you got to wait your turn. I doubt that it was like that at a salon. Maybe it was. I don't know. I'm not a woman. I've never been a woman, so I, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe a woman out there can fill me in on that. I'm pretty sure it, it, they work by appointment only. But y'all get what I'm saying? See, we as people have become so desensitized. We become so desensitized and mostly I'm talking about most of us here in the States. Okay. I mean, I could, I'm pretty sure this applies to anybody, but I, with all due respect, with all due respect, I want to say to those of us here in the States, we have become so desensitized at different points in our lives. That's why they say, that's why when we say from time to time, oh, we take this for granted, we take that for granted because we do. And maybe we don't mean to, I don't know, but it's just, you know, like I say, I mean, we we live in a in a blessed land. Yes, there's corruption. Yes, there's evil. Yes, there's bootleg people in the the, the politicians and the the White House and all that that make bootleg decisions at times. Yes, but we still live in a great country. There's to me when there is millions and millions of opportunities for any genre of life. To me, that is an extreme part of greatness in spite of all the compromise that goes on in between. We still live in a great land, right? So it's not that, let me put it this way. It's not as if, you know what? No, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that. When you live in, like I said, when you live in a land that has plenty, a land that has plenty and you have so much convenience at your fingertips, it's so easy for us to forget what it was like without the convenience. That's what I was saying. It, it, it hit me last week. I was like, wow, just the the idea, just the truth that I'm able to schedule my haircut through a website. And like it's like as soon like as soon as I step in, I don't have to wait. I can get right in the chair. Now, the, the barbershop I go to, yeah, there's probably been. Maybe a couple of times I've had to wait a few minutes because he was still on the client before me. I'm fine with that. Cool. No problem. But 99.9% of the time, soon as I get there, boom, I'm ready to hit the chair. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's just those little subtleties, those little things that we miss, those little things that we overlook, those little things where we forget to stop and smell the roses. If, if 2020 has taught you anything, Stop and smell the roses, not just once a day, preferably as many times a day as possible. You know, they talk about practicing gratitude, practicing thankfulness. These are the little things that we got to continue to do within our mind. And I'm pretty sure I've mentioned it before. When we practice gratitude and when we practice thankfulness, that definitely increases our health. It increases our perspective. It increases our perspective on not just our own personal lives, but the lives of those around us. Pretty much just 
the life in general, the world around us. It increases our perspective. So one thing I, I try to do is when people ask me, hey, B, how you doing? I say, man, I'm doing fresh. And I'll be transparent. They may, there have been times where I don't really feel fresh in the moment. But I still say it because I want to inspire myself to be fresh. And the reason why I say I'm fresh is because I want to not be a stagnant person. Like if, if, if I sense something needs to be addressed or tended to, I want to do my best to to allow that to trigger me to either if I need to do something about it or if I need to say something about it or I just respond accordingly, whatever the situation calls for. See what I'm saying? So, again, why am I saying fresh? It gets back to what I talked about earlier in this episode. One aspect of being fresh is what I talked about earlier in this episode. One aspect is not forgetting about other folks, still finding ways to serve in your community. Again, it, whatever that looks like to you. Whatever that looks like to you. And it doesn't have to be like community, community work. Like I say, it may be you may have to tend to a family member that that has unfortunately gotten sick during this time. Or you may have to, you know, you, you know, it may be one off projects or some some type of way you're helping someone doing something that, that I'm just saying we got to stay in that mindset of helping others. And when I say helping others, I'm not talking about just just <laughs> even though I just said you may have to help your family member. Yes. Yes, that is true. But also not limited to that. You know, sometimes you may be called to help a total stranger. You may be called to help someone uh, just to out, out, uh, do something outside of your comfort zone. You may have to help in some type of way that is outside of your comfort zone. It may stretch you in some type of way. That's what I'm talking about. That is what I'm talking about. So that is the gist of what this episode was about, just not just getting our mind right, but fitting our mind right. Notice, notice the word fitting, fit. Both of those variations of that word uh, is a verb. And what is one thing that a verb is about? A verb is about action, action. We got to renew our minds. Okay, I know I mentioned that earlier as well. So because when we can be people that remain fresh, when we can when we can have a fresh perspective on things. In spite of what's going on. That is what can fuel our faith, that is what can fuel our courage. And not only that, it can also help smooth over other people that have emotions that are just so charged and so high, because trust me, I know. I know a lot of people have been, as a friend of mine said recently, have been emotionally charged during this time. And we may be that peacemaker. We may be that person that can be gentle and kind of help to soothe and calm them down when it calls for those situations. So we got to be people that are agents of change. We got to be people that are are constant peacemakers. We are constantly uh, thinking about being peacemakers. And of course, hey, sometimes being a peacemaker, you may have to walk away from the situation in order to keep the peace, in order to increase the peace for your mind and in your spirit. That's that's what it's all about. That is what it is all about. Well, so that is going to do it for this episode. I just wanted to come on here real quick and not take up too much time. 
Hopefully I haven't taken up too much time. But I wanted to do just that little bit of a, a pep rally talk, if you will. Uh, fit your mind right type of talk, if you will. We got to be people that, like I say, that's that's how we get our mind right. That is how we get our minds right. So before we go, I want to take a couple of moments to recognize a couple of new things. Now, I mentioned last week, I believe I mentioned it, that we got a we got a new location. Not only do we have one new location, we got two new locations on the podcast. I'm this type of person. I got to got to give props, got to give claps to new locations because not only do we have Canada, not only do we have Canada in the mix jamming the podcast, we also have the United Kingdom. We got folks out in the United Kingdom jamming the podcast. I want to take the time and recognize you as well and not just Canada and United Kingdom, of course, Algeria and Spain and Singapore and Germany. I want to recognize all of you as well as I have in the past. Uh, again, I want to thank you, each and every one of you, and especially y'all in the States that have been listening to the podcast. I want to thank you for joining me for the last half of 2020. I cannot believe that five months have went by just like that. Can y'all realize this podcast has been on for five months. We're almost at the six-month mark, y'all. It hadn't even felt like it. It feels like it feels like it's been, I don't know, maybe two months, something like that. But speaking of two months, that is when I that is how long it took me to do the Art of the Heart series. So if you have not checked that out, be sure to check that out. But more important, let me say this. Oh, since I have been talking about a little bit about the virus during this episode and other previous episodes, if you're looking to really, you know, really up your self-care, you're really looking to just kind of increase your self-care, you're looking for tips on that, I want to challenge you, I want to urge you to go listen to episodes 18 and 19 of this podcast. I challenge you to listen to the self-care repair episode of the podcast. You may have listened to it, but I challenge you to listen to it again because I promise you you're going to hear things that you didn't catch the first time or you're going to catch new revelation the second time. I was like, oh, I heard that, but man, it hit different. It hit different. But not only do I want you to listen to episode number 18, I also want you to listen to episode number 19 as well because, again, episode 18 is self-care repair. Jot that down. And then episode 19 is self-care repair, the remix. Okay, one of the biggest things that I talk about in both of those episodes is the immune system. Okay, I talk about the immune system because I talk about gut health, and yeah, I'm I'm mentioning this because it is the start of the year, and of course, this is a time when most people like to like to move better, they like to eat better, and they like to just have overall better health uh, to the absolute best that they can. So that is why I am mentioning these episodes again. Please check out Self-Care Repair and Self-Care Repair, the remix. Even if you've listened to it, I want to urge you to listen to it again. Because like I say, you're going to catch something uh, that you didn't catch before. Or maybe something that you already caught, but maybe it just it hit different. Or maybe you learned something else new within something that you already heard. Right. So again, it's all about that muscle memory, working that muscle memory, y'all. So be sure to check out those episodes. And of course, if you want to jam the Ultimate You podcast, be sure to find it on most of the major platforms. Uh, We are on Stitcher. We are on Amazon Music, Spotify, Anchor, 
iHeartRadio, Podbean. I was still not on SoundCloud yet. I know there's some other platforms that I'm not thinking about. Pandora. All right. So we are on most of the major platforms. So wherever you get your podcast, be sure to search for the Ultimate You Podcast. And maybe there's a topic you want me to discuss. Maybe there's something nutritional you want me to discuss. Something health related, something fitness related you want me to discuss. Or maybe something spiritual. No matter what it is, be sure to send in your questions to fitnessmaximabiz at gmail.com. That is fitnessmaximabiz at gmail.com. Let me make sure I say this clear. That's fitnessmaxima, not fitnessmaximum, fitnessmaxima, like, like the car, Nissan Maxima, okay? Fitnessmaxima, M-A-X-I-M-A-B-I-Z at gmail.com. So one more time, that's fitnessmaximabiz at gmail.com. Send me your questions. Maybe there's something you want me to cover, something you want me to talk about. Be happy to answer it for you. And again, if it is your first time listening to the podcast, I want to say welcome. Thank you for allowing this podcast to be a part of your day. And if if it is your second time and beyond, welcome back to the podcast. And guess what, y'all? We got new stuff in the works for the podcast. So just be stay tuned for that. You know, I always use the word fresh. I try to add a little extra spice and, and, and dazzle and shizzle and sprizzle and sprazzle and everything that's izzle and azzle. I just try to inject it into this episode, y'all. Try to uplift you, try to educate you, and make you laugh all at the same time like a like a funky sanctified egg roll, because that's just what I do. All right, y'all. Well, that is my time. So, of course, my name is Brandon BDB Bender, and I thank you for joining me on this episode of the Ultimate You Podcast. Be sure that you hit the follow button wherever you get your podcast so that way you can get the notifications whenever an episode comes through to your earwaves. But until then, I is signing out. BDB signing out. Make it a great new year. Happy new year. A joyful new year. And let's grow and prosper together. Peace.